0: Good morning, coaches. This is your wake-up call. Today is Monday, March 26th. It is a complain-free Monday because you know how easy it is to be a Monday morning quarterback um, and pick on the things that you did wrong all weekend long, but make today a complain-free Monday. With that, I'd like to introduce our Senior Director of Recognition. Uh, Darren Ashby, I was wondering if I had to bring you in, but you're on. Hey, <laughs> Darren, morning.
1: you look How fantastic. You? Well, thank you. That is so kind of you. <laughs> and, you know, you were talking about the Utah prize Clause. I thought, you know, it might be fun to do uh, the recognition portion from inside. Yes, yes.
0: Let's do that. Let's plan it for next week so people can see the, the gigantic closet that you work from there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm out. Take it away.
1: Awesome. Thanks. Okay. So we got some great recognition, great rank advancements this week. So let's start with the new diamonds. And we're going to go right up to a new 14 star diamond this week. So pretty exciting stuff. Anyway, here are the new diamond coaches this week, starting with Denise Alderson from Canada, Catherine Armstrong, Celine Bacardi, uh, Callie Briggs. I'm getting my screen going here, Emily Burns, Tara Cook. Laura Fellini, Courtney Fan, Paige Farr, Danielle Finan Thomas, Melissa French, Marissa uh, Guarachio, Nikita Hash, um, Megan Havens, Brandy Howard, Jesse Kerber, Walt Kozlowski Jr. Tori Krebs, Alona Cushion, Whitney Larson, Jeanette Leva, Katie McSherry, Samantha Marceau, Catherine Minotti, Brandy Musser, Dave Simmons, Jessica Steinhilber, Brittany Torres and Mike Walsh. That were all, that was all the new diamonds this week. Congratulations guys. Now for the new star diamond coaches. Starting off that list, Armenda Blake Shirrell, uh Jamie Lee Ganey, Kelly Gibson, Lynn Hafill, Cassandra Clafter, Kristen O'Connor and Donna Pangua. Okay, new two star diamonds this week. We have Heather Glenn, Lindsay noted in a secondary CBC, Megan Robison, Emily Swiger, and Chenille Torbert. And new three-star diamond coaches this week, Alyssa Gallios and Ashley Grader. And coaches, a new six-star diamond coach, congratulations to Meredith Lohmeyer. New eight-star diamond coach, that would be Monica Lopez. And coaches, a new nine-star diamond coach, congratulations to Holly Hillier. And our newest, 14 star diamond coach this week and I think some great things are on the horizon for next week if you know what I mean. Uh, congratulations to none other than Moira Kusaba. All right that's it for ranks now on to top success club point earners for the week. Top of that list Ashley Molstad, Emily Fauber, Angie Belmar and Amy Silverman Oh, Amy Silverman, and on the on the fifth spot Leticia Dominguez. Congratulations, guys. Way to go. All right, Sandy. Another week of recognition in the books.
0: Nice job. Make it a great week.
1: Hey, and I have to say, don't forget to make it a fantastic <laughs> <week>. All right. <laughs> all all right.
0: right. Thanks, Darren. Bye-bye.
1: Okay, all
0: right. I've got uh, four announcements today. Let me go ahead and share my screen with you all. And here we go. We've got four announcements for March 26th. There we go. Number one is earn an invite to the Success Club party at Coach Summit 2018. I got to tell you about this because you need to earn Success Club in both March and April uh, with a minimum of 20 Success Club points over both months and be registered for Summit. So we only have five more days of March left, so make sure you hit Success Club. That is FAQ three four four two. Daily Sunshine Price Break. Only a few more days to get that thirty dollars off. Um, if you want more inv- if you want more information about that, FAQ three four three five. Announcement number three is about the beach party. Beach <laughs> party beach bars don't take energized before you do the national wake up call um, ten grams of protein one hundred and fifty calories more information on that nine seven five four and last but not least to be mindset is coming may second you're going to find out a lot more um, at uh, on April seventh at super Saturday uh, we put a lot of good stuff in the video to tell you more about to be mindset and Ilana Molstein will be on this national wake up call at the end of April, April, April 30th. So make sure you come back for that. I'm going to stop sharing my screen and I'm going to go ahead and introduce our president of global sales,
2: Jeff Hill. You know, Sandy, it gets better every single week. It's just that she goes into fetal position on (laughs) the the national wake-up call. The best thing that we ever did was went live with video so everybody can see Really, the madness behind the curtain, right? No, in all seriousness, good job, Darren, good job, and congratulations to everybody that moved their business forward. You know, there are a lot of things that are happening at Beachbody, and you know, one of the things Sandy mentioned was Super Saturday, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. Guys, it's critical that you're there. I think out of out of all of the Super Saturdays we've had in the recent past, for sure, out of all the 29 we've had before this point, this Super Saturday is critical because we are sharing a lot of information about uh, new products new ways we're going to be operating with those products and it's key that you get there to understand those to so you can better understand how to grow your business. So uh, if you haven't got that on your calendar, man, you need to erase whatever on that and get it on and find out wherever you are. We have a host of corporate people attending, trainers attending across the country. I know that a lot of the the, uh, the market councils in different areas have arranged to have some of the new bars there to sample. So that's kind of a cool thing too. Maybe I wasn't supposed to say that, but you know, I guess undone. So but OK, we're excited to be on this national wake-up call today. The purpose of this call, again, is to give you tools to put some arrows in your quiver, so that as you approach this week, you can become more effective, more efficient, more confident, and that uh, as you go out and share, you'll be just better about it. And today's call is so key because it's about overcoming objections. Now, so I'm going to introduce Chelsea Pearson here, but first let me tell you the purpose of this call uh, that that she stated with us. And I think it's so good. Three purposes. One, why you should be excited about objections. Okay. Uh, You should use your objections to educate your prospect, build confidence in our company and to motivate yourself and what it can do for your business. It'll take the fear, Of inviting and equip you to handle anything that comes your way. Now, you can't tell me that doesn't make you go, I got some of that in me. How do I answer those questions? Well, Chelsea's going to help out. So we're thrilled to have, you're in the splash zone here, three-time elite coach, 2018 elite coach, superstar diamond coach, smile big there, (laughs) Chelsea, 51 months in Success Club. She's an executive leader on our leadership ladder, a member member of the Millionaire Club. She's from Mooresville, North Carolina. And she is ready to rock and roll. Is that fair, Chelsea?
3: Wow, beautiful, Jeff. Thank you so much.
2: I did all that in one breath, and I only strayed <laughs> on my screen like 42 times. I'm like going to have to, like, get the squeegee now and uh, clean up. So hopefully none got on you.
3: No, and I am ready to rock. And this is such an honor because my business is truly built um, off of this call. So to be able to serve and give back to the network and share what I've learned over the last six years is a huge honor for
2: me well hey Anna side congratulations on your superstar dumbness that's uh that you achieved superstar diamond just in the last month I think so that's fantastic as well
3: thank you so much my team my t- it's, it's 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 all my team for sure
2: yeah well and it is I it's always a good thing to point out it takes a team to do this well let's jump in let's we're going to get to the meat of this call quickly but just let's get to know you a little bit how did you get into coaching
3: Okay, so I want to put it into context for all of you guys watching. I was 21 years old when I signed up to become a coach, and I actually was a college dropout who had recently gained 50 pounds. Um, I was too ashamed to go to the gym. I was struggling with depression and anxiety and feeling like a failure because my four-year plan hadn't worked out. And so uh, my parents had purchased Turbo Jam for me when I was in high school, so I literally took that DVD off the shelf because I was too embarrassed to go to the gym. I dusted it off and it was that dusty DVD um, in my parents' home that eventually led to losing 50 pounds with beach body workouts and Shakeology. So... You know, when I started this journey, I didn't have anything but results. I didn't have credibility. I felt like I didn't have the education, the qualifications, but what I did have was belief. I had passion and I had that first person experience and I knew there were people out there like me, even just a 21-year-old college dropout who's trying to figure out how to you know, put, put back together the pieces of her life. I knew there was someone out there like me that I could help. And that's what I began to build my business off of.
2: Well, and again, so coaches out there, I, I always try and listen carefully to what people say on these calls. I really, really do. And it always amazes me. So what she said was she built this off of her belief off of the results that she was getting. And she may not have been completely there, but regardless she was in a program that she had picked. She went after that passionately and got results. And that gave her that initial ammunition, if you will, to share with some confidence. But, but you've then got to get to a point where it gets beyond that because the business matures and you mature if you're going to make this a business. Right, Chelsea? Absolutely. And so, Go ahead.
3: Well, it's funny because my my business started to take off when I when I really truly embraced the fact that my my physical transformation happened for me. Um, it was not something to be ashamed of; it was something to be proud of. And I want to note that I was an inactive coach for seven months. I didn't. I was. Res, I resisted Shakeology. I just paid my business service fees for seven months until something clicked. And I really truly believe that not only could I build a new body. I could build a business and ultimately a legacy through my story. the first few months of my business were pretty explosive because they were fueled almost exclusively by results and being proof the products work. and And I, I want to stress that I didn't have an onboarding system or a training system. I had results. I wore the, the, my credibility. I had a love for for finding that Chelsea out there that I could serve. And I had an Instagram account that I shared my journey on. And I didn't overcomplicate it. And I at the time. I didn't even know I could overcomplicate it. I just shared the products and the opportunity by living them and breathing them. And the only thing that I knew about this business was that my, my business results and my income were a direct reflection of the lives that I was changing, and I could change more lives if I was better proof that the products work. And I was on a journey and I just wanted to take people with me. So I didn't think about having to be the after photo or have this perfectly polished business. I just wanted to take people with me. Um, I, I think maybe it was also a lack of confidence that, ended up serving me because I had to take an, uh, an approach of humility. And I just committed to um, basically saying, I'm going to find out the answer for you. I'm going to lead from the front. And if I don't know the answer, uh, you can count on me to find it. And I think, I believe that's what allowed me to face any problem and any objection with confidence.
2: Yeah, I think that's a great a great approach Is just this, this concept of, you know what, I don't think anyone really expects you to know all of the answers. I guess it would be nice if you did, but if you have the confidence to be able to say and the resolve to be able to say, you know, what? I don't know, that's a great question. I don't know the answer to that, but I'll find out for you. So that can be a great foundation for growth in yourself. So, um, Chelsea, I didn't know you were an actor for seven months. Had I known that, I'm not sure we would have put you on the call. you <laughs> So we're going to deal with what we've got. I'm teasing. We totally would have. Okay. So let's jump in now to this concept of objections and how they can build your confidence, how they can create a followership and the most common and how you address with those. So I'm going to just toss it over to you and let you run.
3: Awesome. All right, coaches. I hope you have your notebook because I have some specific um, different things that you can say and techniques to handle objections. So I'm speaking about objections today because I believe it's the number one reason why we are afraid to invite. Last week's National Wake-Up Call was incredible. There are so many different ways to put yourself out there and start that conversation, but what do we do when a question comes our way that we don't know how to answer, or maybe our prospect misunderstands our intention or the business model? Like I said, when I first started coaching, I had the belief without the knowledge, I had lost 50 pounds, so I was living proof that our products could change lives. But what I didn't have was a deeper understanding of our products and the company history, the business model, all those things that are scary for us and potentially keep us from inviting. I had results, but it was those life-changing results that ultimately gave me the confidence. So some of you guys are in the exact same place that I was. You have the results um, and you have the belief. You just don't have the answers. And then there are some of you who have the belief and the knowledge. Um, You have your PhD in coaching, but you are struggling to take action because you're viewing objections as something to fear versus something that is going to build your faith in what we do. So my mission today, no matter where you are starting, is to share with you why not having all the answers is the answer and why avoiding objections is actually causing you to avoid growth and success. An objection is simply an unanswered question. So you might have invited and you got no objection as your response and your prospect is ready to sign up and join you. And that is an awesome feeling, but you can't expect it every single time. An invite with an objection as a response means that that person is interested enough to want to learn more about what you're offering. It's just a follow-up question or a fear of theirs that's coming to light. And from the beginning of my coaching career, I was not out to convince anyone. I was out to find the people who wanted to change and lead the most inspiring example to attract those people into my life. And I believe that I can contribute my, my love for this business to the fact that I'm not out to convince anyone. Neither should you. We're not here to change anyone's mind or win an argument about who's right and who's wrong. So when I was talking to people, it wasn't charged with negative energy or fear. It was exciting because the more objections or questions that were thrown my way, the more opportunities as a coach I had to find out that answer for them. I know I have a deep respect for anyone who says, that is a great question. I don't know the answer to that. Let me find it for you because it shows me that they're listening and they care about my needs and they're honest and trustworthy. But to have a posture and be received like that with trust and respect, you've got to decide to become the kind of coach that people can trust will be on this journey with them no matter what and be the kind of coach that will find the answer no matter how hard. And once you go all in, your prospects will feel it. So the most common objections that I hear and I have heard over the last six years are rooted in three things. No money, no confidence, and no idea. And the objection that you receive will point you in the direction of your prospect's main problem or question. Now the reason it seems that the objection is all they really care about, it's because you haven't shown them that you have the answer to the thing that they do care about or you haven't taken the time to really understand what it is that they care about. So today I'm going to share with you an example of each of those three objections and how I would personally handle that conversation. So the first one, no money. This is one of my favorites. And what's really cool is that as you start to truly believe and understand and experience the value of our products, you actually hear this a lot less because you you feel the value in your DNA. And as people, we project a lot of our beliefs onto other people. So the stronger our convictions are in any area, the less we hear the objection. And the more you start to consistently hear a common objection, the more you want to just do kind of like a self-check and see where your beliefs are and if they're solid or if they're shaky and you need to do a little bit more research. So when I started drinking Shakeology, I was making 15 an hour, student loan debt, living at home, and I decided to stop buying coffee, no on- online shopping, and I didn't drive my car unless I had to to save on gas. That's my story and that's what I share. So I want you to write out your challenge pack or Shakeology investment story from the other side, not as a coach, but as someone who is intimidated because your authentic story is money. And then when they bring up the price, ask them this, could I share with you my story? Your empathy and honesty might be all they need. And if that doesn't work, you could ask this question, is price the only thing that's stopping you? Now, this is an awesome response because you get to hear their real fears, and I've learned that a price objection isn't real until someone has brought it up more than once. Usually, it's an escape route, it's a way to procrastinate, or it's just a way to avoid the conversation, but if it's a fear of something else, you can address their fear directly, and then the price objection usually goes away. And if it is a price objection, you can say these three words. I love this. Tell me more. You don't ever have to guess what's going on. You can ask them, so do they already have a protein powder? You can explain that Shakeology is so much more. Do they have debt? You can offer them the coaching opportunity. Are they afraid of spending money and risking that? Talk to them about the money-back guarantee. Is it a sticker shock issue? You can break it down by price or ask them how much they spend per meal. Do they truly want it but can't afford it? Well, you can ask them if they're open to hearing your story and offer some help on how you budgeted for a new expense each month. And I found that in this process, when I let go of guessing and trying to read someone's mind and just ask, I I love the process. And these questions are so critical, so you don't have to word vomit every answer you've got in your arsenal. You truly can get to the needs and the feelings of the person you're trying to serve. And if people are responding like they don't want help, Believe them, move on, bless and release. So the second objection that I hear is no confidence. And typically, when a prospect has no confidence in their ability to successfully reach their goals, their excuses, or their own limiting beliefs start to emerge. And that's not a bad thing. It's actually an awesome opportunity for you to showcase your coaching in the conversation before they sign up. They don't believe they can lose weight. They don't believe they can inspire other people. And this lack of confidence is actually the reason they need a coach or they need to be a coach. So when you get this objection, get excited because it's proof there's a huge demand for what we do. And when your prospect indicates that they can't because they don't have the support, they failed in the past, they've tried other MLMs, That is not a reflection on you or what we do. That is a reflection of very real pain or negative experiences from their past. Not that this coaching thing doesn't work or that this coaching thing is not for you. Their experiences are real and we need to meet people where they are. I especially love hearing people try different shakes, home workouts or even other network marketing opportunities for one reason. Our company is different. We are outstanding. And while some might be afraid that everyone is already being sold or invited and disappointed online, I get excited. Challenge accepted, guys. I think of it like like my customer is Simon Cowell. And I've got my ear to the door listening to a horrible audition in front of me. And I know that I can nail it. And our products and opportunity are going to blow them away. The worse the person before us, the better we look. So here are some questions that you can ask to unearth their fears and encourage them with your experience. Ask them something like, what is the biggest risk in your eyes? What would happen if you failed? What is the scariest part about this for you? What hasn't worked for you in the past and why? What was your previous experience with that other product or that other company like? What does success look like to you? And how would it feel if you could make that happen? In my experience, my success in having confidence with inviting was was all about embracing the objections, not overcoming them. And this entire journey is about authenticity and really helping people. I don't wanna overcome, I wanna understand. So by asking those questions and being committed to honoring those, their feelings and experience more than my bottom line, it allowed me to hear what was really going on and then speak directly to the feeling or the need that that person had, or even take it a step further and share social media content or build a free group inspired by the objection that I keep hearing again and again, like a time management group, a budgeting challenge, or a book club where we can work together on their confidence. And the final objection that I hear all the time is just no idea. The people that I talk to have no idea what I'm doing. They have no idea what Shakeology truly is. They don't know what Beachbody On Demand actually has or what the coaching community offers us. They're interested and they say, they're not interested and they say thanks but no thanks even though I know they would be amazing and love what we do. Maybe they're misinformed and they say, I don't wanna sell anything. Meanwhile, we're all selling something no matter what career we're in. And as we all know, coaches don't sell. We give and we share, we help, we mentor, and we run this race with our customers. If they're not in, respectfully say something like, I completely respect your decision. If I can help or support you in any way, now or in the future, let me know. I'm here for you. If they're not interested and they don't want help, Make a recommendation of something that can help them outside of Beachbody, like a podcast, a video, or a cookbook. Talk about integrity and credibility. If I can't help you, maybe I can help you find someone who can. When you're talking to your friends and your family, your warm market, be warm and easygoing because these are relationships you want to nurture and protect. And they're going to see your results and see it firsthand. So you don't want to ruin this relationship by forcing something on them or arguing. If someone challenges your decision or your choice to become a coach or work out from home, remember you're not asking them for their opinion. You're offering to include them in your world. You're not taking a survey to hear what they think about the network marketing industry, supplements, or fitness in general. You've made your decision and it's right for you. And if someone misunderstands you, say something like, Before I say anything else, I just want to share my heart. I don't want you to think this. My only mission is to do that. What better way to share your heart and your true intentions than to share your heart and your true intentions? And as they start to respond with hesitations, objections, or questions, answer what you can and respect their choice. But then make a list of all the objections you hear. And for the rest of your coaching career, weave the answers to those questions into your social media content. If they have that question, there must be other people who have the same misconception. And I know I personally take full responsibility of not explaining or demonstrating the magic of Beachbody in my social media presence and life. And it's necessary for me to share that I have crushed an objection with perfect execution and I still get no's, no thank you's, not right now's and flat out nevers, but I love them. They are fuel to my fire, and they push me to live out what a mistake it was for them to pass out on my invite. I will always follow up, and there will always be an open door, but I call it talking the talk and walking the walk. Once everything is said and done, it is our job as coaches to show them what they're missing, show them the value, show them the joy, show them the lasting transformation, show them how this was the best decision that we have ever made. Because there is no price tag, no fear, no insecurity, no past failure, or no misconception that could ever stop us from doing what we do. Our job is to overcome the objection through our words, but more importantly, overcome objections every single day with the way that we lead our life and impact
2: the lives of others. Boom! (laughs) Well done! Man, there, is, there are so many nuggets in there, Chelsea. Thank you so much. Um, it, you know, a couple of things that just, there were a lot of highlights there, but just a couple of things that I thought were so, so powerful. You know, where you said, you know, our job is to understand not to overcome. You know, sometimes what I think we do as coaches is we feel like we've gotta be perfect, we've gotta have the right answer right at our fingertips, and we're trying to force an answer on them to overcome that objection. Versus simply understand really what they need, really what they want, and then you can craft or go find a solution that meets their needs and find out whatever that answer is. You do that, then they know you're coming from the right place. So I think that was one real nugget. Um, the other piece that I just, that, that kept resonating to me was um, you weren't telling, you kept asking questions and listening. And um, that's, you know, literally, I mean, I guess that's the key to all communication is to, you know, ask, you know, asking great questions. And and the other thing that at the end, you know, you started talking about blessing and the blessing and releasing kind of a deal. Um, now, you shouldn't do that too early. But on the other hand, there comes a point where. You know, if you can have those, if those, if you get to the, yellow, I always call it the yellow light. A lot of times when we get to a yellow light, what happens in a car is we speed up and we try and get through it. And that's like an objection. We try and speed through that objection versus slowing down, understanding. And if you can resolve it, then you're in a lot better place. If you can't resolve it and the answer is no, then you're in a good place too, because you got to a no faster and you can bless, you know, and and release. And then I thought the last piece, and then I'll be quiet and we'll wrap up here, but I thought I thought one of the last pieces that's just the magic for any coach is that you make a list of the objections. And it's a little bit like, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. If you're not making that list and you hear price objections or time objections or confidence objections, and you've heard those more than two or three times, and you've never taken the time to really trying to refine an answer that works well, then um, you have some work to do. And I think we probably all got a little bit of work to do. So we're about ready to wrap up here, Chelsea. But before we just kind of go to the beach body close, so to speak, anything else you want to say that we may have missed or you thought, oh, I wanted to say this, but it just came to mind?
0: Well, I actually kind of
3: passed something over. Um, I I, th- I just want to make sure that, that everyone understands that that the education that I learned as a coach, the the experience I have and the confidence I have is because of these failures and these struggles and these, these um, scary conversations and um, the confidence came through action. It didn't come through study. I, I, I it wasn't, it wasn't um, just listening to the national wake-up calls. It was then applying it and being in the trenches and, and learning that much faster. And, you know, I grew up in church, and my dad would always say to me, uh, you will preach a better sermon with your life than your lips. And I believe that wholeheartedly um, reflects the same way in coaching, is, is if people don't get it, show them, especially in this, you know, social and political climate right now. You, you, you can't bash someone over the head with your beliefs, but you can show them a different way. And I think that's that's truly the way that we, we need to just put the accountability on ourselves to just to live out the proof that this is the most incredible opportunity and company to partner with. And we have the best products, hands down, whether or not people um, object
2: Yeah, I I think you just nailed it on this on this concept of, you know, you need to be in the trenches. The best learning, the best education is when you're out talking to people. And, you know, when when people talk to me about the vital process or the vital behaviors, you know, they kind of say, which is the most important? And, And inevitably, it seems like it gets back to personal development. But for me, honestly, what it is. It's in the inviting process because that's really where you're learning. That's where you're putting your confidence in place. That's where you're learning really the skill sets that are necessary to build this business. And that's where you learn to handle the objections, to understand people, and to take what you just talked about you know, and put it, put it into practice. So uh, extremely well said. Okay, so you were an inactive coach for seven months. I haven't forgotten that yet, but you've been a very, very active coach since that time. And, and uh, I know that you've got a great team. You've got a great husband and Rob, and you're doing some great things. But if, as you look back, you know, what have you learned most? What have you appreciated most in this journey?
3: Well, this was not my anticipated response. Um, I became a coach when I was 21. So I built my adult life on... The foundation that is Beachbody and I met my husband through through Beachbody, my coach. Um, we've been able to become debt-free, um, pay off all of our student loans, give generously, love what we do every single day. But yesterday I was I was reviewing my notes for this call um, and I had I lost my grandfather 36 hours ago and I was writing out his obituary um I had the honor to do that on one tab. And then I had, you know, my, my national wake up call notes on the other. And I couldn't help, but just think about legacy and think about how beautiful his life was. And if it wasn't for this opportunity, I, I have left more like more of a legacy in the last six years on this earth. than I thought I possibly could in my entire lifetime and we're just getting started. So, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't, Say enough about how this company has blessed my life and the ability for me to bless other people's lives. But I think more than anything, um, it's it's given me it's given me the opportunity to write a legacy for my family and for other families for generations to come. And um, it's humbling and it's moving and it just makes me proud to be a coach every single day.
2: Well, I think we're pretty lucky to have you as one of the coaches and Rob and the team that you're helping develop and, and uh, the legacy that you're helping create. And today's call, I know, will help a lot of coaches become a lot better and increase their capacity to become greater legacy creators. So um, let, Chelsea, thank you so much for being on the call. And I read, I read the obituary, by the way, last night. It was, it was just really tender. So thank you for sharing that moment as well. Thanks, Jeff. All right. All the best. Well, coaches, this has been a great call. Now, I know that if Jonathan Gelfand were on the phone right now, he'd say, Jeff, you know, anytime someone talks about, you know, changing their lives, you need to kind of talk a little bit about the skill and effort and time it takes to do that. And I'll just throw that in because I think the income disclaimer around um, what people do, how they build their success is key. And you can clearly get a sense from talking and listening to Chelsea, that uh, she has developed a skill set. She has, she has refined so many pieces in her ability to communicate and to work hard in this business. And that's, And that's where success comes from. And so but that's why we have these phone calls. Right. That's why we have these national wake up calls to give you those pieces so that you can get better. Um, Success doesn't happen overnight. I'm looking at this. We're we're a week out from the end of the month, guys. Uh, We've got some phenomenal products on the horizon. We've got 80 day obsession right now. That's 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 there at your fingertips, a phenomenal program and where your ability to learn the things that that Chelsea was just talking about, is by putting yourself out there, by starting challenge groups. Our business model is about sharing with other people, about putting them in, a place where they can create the greatest results and build that environment. And that's in challenge groups. And so if you want to grow a successful business, it's going to be you inviting people into challenge groups where you're developing your skill sets and you're really helping these people in the very positive, most positive of of ways. It is really a simple business model, but you got to work it. It's like everything. And the the success will come as you consistently (coughs) – apply those tools and the learnings that you've gotten so coaches don't you dare not finish this week strong with some of the learnings that you just got from chelsea go out and test them and make this an absolutely great week and again chelsea thank you you did an absolutely stunningly remarkable job so sandy i'll toss it back to you
0: thanks everybody and chelsea i had all the feels going on there because the first thing that you had me at was pull out that dusty DVD. I want everybody to to send me a little message. If you were to take out that first DVD of a workout program, mine would be Turbo Jam. Um, What would yours be? But anyway, thank you so much, you made me proud. I can't help but smile on these calls. Coaches have such incredible stories. Keep them coming, I hope everybody gets into action and is not so fearful in handling objections because they're just unanswered questions. So have a great week, everybody. I'm signing off. Bye-bye.